Hello and welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. Today I'm very excited to have Professor Xiao on um, my podcast and she's a professor both at Fudan University in Shanghai and at Karolinska Institute in Stockholm where I had the chance to meet her actually in Shanghai a couple of years ago. So since then, she's been my mentor and, and a very big support for both my research, but also for my private life. And I'm very, very grateful for you to be taking your time to be part of this podcast. Thank you for so much beautiful words. <laughs> Thank you. You're I'm happy welcome. to join. Yeah, no, it's really such a pleasure. And I know how important you've been throughout my, my journey. And I, um, I started and I, I shared that with you, this female empowerment movement in Switzerland, because I think it's really important for women around the world, but it, especially in countries where women still are not yet there where they should be in terms of um, intellectual freedom, but also in work. And one of the things I really find very important is having somebody inspirational, a role model that you can look up to and see like, oh, this is the way I would like to see myself in 10 years, 20 years from now. And having a mentor such as you've been for me and was like, always, oh, yeah, you can do this. I believe in you. It's really what, what young women need. And mm -hmm. therefore I'm very happy to to talk to you today and let you share your journey and your sort of trajectory through life and what motivated you to become a okay. professor. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Simone. You know, I'm so happy to have this chance to uh, share my experiences and also my thoughts with you. And uh, I think in China, you know, as a woman, uh, if you already and completed your university education, you pursue a career life in science, in research, and more or less gender inequity is not so obvious. It depends on how hard you tried, you know, do your own job. Why say this, you know, because uh, I was born in Shanghai, grown up in Shanghai. In Shanghai, usually, you know, since the new China, I think everybody had this uh, same right to get education, you know, uh, primary school, secondary school. And uh, because of my schooling time, I think it's during the, you know, very chaotic <laughs> period, the, you know, the, the, the cultural revolution, something like this, you know. So everyone just, uh, you know, complete their education. But when get chance to enter the university, the university entrance examination actually is equal to every student. You know, boy or girl, you know, if you are in the middle school, you have the chance. So if you can pass this um, university entry examination and you based on your points, you get into different level of university. So I was lucky to enter the one of the best university, the Shanghai First Medical College. 
So to tell the truth, I didn't feel like I'm a girl, I'm weaker than boy or anything mm -hmm. like this. And my teachers, they never treat me like, you know, I'm a girl, I'm not as good as boy, no. So perhaps, oh, perhaps because I come from a family, my parents also educated. Mm -hmm. And com compared to other students um, from different, uh, you know, kind of family, maybe they girls might have less chance to enter the university. Mm -hmm. So after you enter the university, I think everything is equal. You try, you study hard, you get the chance. Distribution of professors, because this is actually where, where the, especially in Switzerland, we have a lot of female um, mm -hmm. high school students um, and yeah. university is actually 60%, but then mm. they, they never become doctors or, or professors because somehow they, they don't pursue that academic career um, mm. further. So we have a very big bias between like an overrepresentation of female students, mm. massive underrepresentation of anyone senior than a master degree level. Mm. Mm. I think, you know, in, even in the university, girls, they when, whenever they thought about their future career life, if they, they can pursue a good job, you know, um, very much secured income, like in the university, you know, in the institutes, they will pursue that. They wouldn't think about their girl and they should uh, take care of family. They should find a husband or something really? like this. Because for, for this is really, you know, I had to actually answer this question from the Swiss mm -hmm. National Science Foundation, which I found very difficult. They asked, whether you postpone the family planning because of the academic career and who is taking care of the children as if that's their business. But it's mm -hmm. very interesting that that is not really a question that's asked women in science in China then. I think, you know, this stage came, uh, this situation came a bit later in China because in China during our time, the marriage year usually after 25 years mm -hmm. old. So when we graduate from the university, you know, getting our bachelor degree, we start looking for a job at that time, first of all, secure income and what kind of job you would like to do. So I think we have to think both of this, you know, yeah. money is always matters, you know. Right. So, but there is nothing about boy or girl. First of all, get a job. Mm. After that, should you do a graduate schooling or should you pursue postdoc, doctor degree, all these things? Some girls, they consider have a family first. Mm -hmm. have a baby first um, others consider you know go forward you know because they like research they like to be promoted something like this but this happens I think in those uh, very 
high-level good universities or institutes. Mm -hmm. For those, uh, you know, general-level university graduates, I think they find a job and they just, just start their family and do the routine, you know, mm -hmm. work, something like this. But for men, they are, I think for men, they always want to have a more bright, positive future. For women, even graduate from the university, maybe they pursue a more stable job you know, mm -hmm. and uh, take care of family more. Because anyway, Chinese culture, women take care of their family, take care of the kids, take care of the parents. But in China, women should also own money, mm -hmm. you know, support so the family. Big, big burden on the women then for, for having all I think all. so. Yeah. Women do everything and they still think they are not perfect enough, you know, something like this. Yeah. yeah. And uh, at home, women still think about men, other, you know, men support uh, for the home. Anyway, uh, regardless of how much money they own, uh, the women themselves will internally consider themselves a bit, uh, you know, less important than men. Mm -hmm. But uh, maybe this is not Hi. my case. Even in Shanghai? <laughs> Where the women I think have a so. different role um, comparing to the rest of China, right? I think so. <laughs> Yeah, even in Shanghai, I think because, uh, you know, those uh, nurses, doctors you met, the majority of them um, are well educated and also go abroad, you know, get their doctorate degree or postdoc or, you know, exchange program. This group, maybe they don't think they are less important than men. I think me myself then never thought about <laughs> weak them or less important or something like this. But anyway, I think men and women are not the same. Physically, men were stronger yeah. than women, you know. But anyway, mentally, I think we have now our strengths and the weakness, you know, just in different direction. But anyway, we are the same. In university, I think a majority of female researchers, young researchers, they don't think they're lower or weaker than men. That's very but, important yeah. that there is this, this equality because I think that, that, that I can see from the fact that there's so, so little amount of women mm. represented mm. here in Switzerland that we that there is, it's difficult to feel equal when you are such a small mm. number, right? Um, okay. Actually, yeah. only 10%, right, of, of the medical postdocs mm. are, are female. Yeah, because, you know, in Shanghai, regardless of working class, labor workers, or, you know, white collars, um, I think 90 90, at least 90% of young people, they have a job. Men or women, you know, everyone have a, has a job, you know. So I think we all have now income. Full time, full time or part time? Um, when start, 
or full time.、Mm-hmm. After marriage, some women, you know, choose to quit job, stay at home, take care of kids, and、uh, depends on how rich their husbands are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and、uh, you、so、know, that is staying at home. And they stay home. They have their own social life, social network.、Mm-hmm. Maybe they start a business online, something like this. Yeah. But、uh, still, there are some women. They still keep the old、uh, thoughts. They、yeah. thought men should feed women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Men should、uh, earn money, feed women, and、mm-hmm. um, you know, get money for the whole family. But anyway. This is small amount. I think、uh, not many. Because in Switzerland, that's the majority. That's the majority. It's, very, it's really almost everyone who has a family. The women only work part time, like ninety percent.、Um, I think in China, the this kind of situation、um, is. Getting more and more, but it's not because of the inequity between men and the women. It's because the some kind of you know modern thoughts. Girls should enjoy life,、mm-hmm. find a rich husband. You know,、uh, the husband own money. They enjoy life. They quit job. They do nothing. Something like this, but that's not a healthy, you know, thoughts. <laughs>、well, yeah. Yeah. Mm. They don't know how hard we get this kind of equal equality. You know,、right? Yes, yeah, yeah, I know. It's so. And, and do you think, like now with this new child policy, does that play?、Mm. Is that like that new sort of staying at home, enjoying life? Does that also make them be more interested in having more children? That's not the case.、Yeah. We are try very hard to, you know, get people having more babies. You、mm-hmm. know, policy. We we have carry out some kind of study projects to find a solution how to, you know, support women.、Mm-hmm. You know, to make them like to have more children. Because、mm-hmm. anyway, you know, have more children, women have to quit their job. Right. You know, at, at least you know temporary one year, two year, but no one will keep their positions. After then, come back to their company, their university. You know, university it's okay keep your position, but you already left behind. You、yeah. know, you cannot、uh, you know follow the、uh, cutting edge knowledge. So、yeah. how could you get a grant? How could you do your research work?、Right. You know, so I think we,、uh, the young female researchers, they dare not get more kids. Right. One is just something like, oh, this is a task I completed.、Mm-hmm. One is enough.、Mm-hmm. But for the you know not for those women not in such competitive job. Maybe they think about to have more children, but they, I think they think about more about themselves now. What、mm-hmm. kind of life they want? You know, do they have enough money to support two children, three children, and、uh, sacrifice their own life? You know, <laughs> something、mm-hmm. like this. So I don't think the birth rate will rising very soon. 
even you know keep decreasing you know getting right. down right yeah even more decreasing than, mm. than actually rising despite the new incentive new incentive policy everything even you know um more strict uh, you know assessment for abortion <laughs> yeah that's very new right it's just been released i heard yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, let's see. But as a researcher or professor, you know, in the university, I think, you know, if I try hard, I, you know, catch up the knowledge, you know, and apply for grants. I don't think there is a gender inequality, you know, mm -hmm. but for positions, you know, you can get your professorship, a social professorship, that's okay. But for in China, you know, the um, people, they in charge of the department, the school, they're powerful. powerful. Mm -hmm. um, so for this kind of position, obviously more male researchers than female. Mm -hmm. You know, that's leadership. They always consider men mm -hmm. maybe more capable Cap capable of this, but anyway, each school there are at least one female vice leader, something like this, to represent female research. That's wonderful. That's at least something. So at least something. Yeah. here, we have yeah. visibility, and I think this is really one of the things why I was so excited mm. to talk to you because this is mm. this is very inspiring to hear. And really? I, yeah, because <laughs> when I was in Shanghai, I always felt that the mm. women are very strong, the women are very independent, and that they have their own life. They are not um, under under the not so suppressed. And coming back to Switzerland, I, I really felt the, a big need to to do something against this suppression that is still mm -hmm. very much felt here. Like it's um, yeah, and, 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 and going back to what I said in the beginning, the lack of role models. So having, having a vice, the, the department head being female to represent mm. is really, even if she's not the leader leader, it's yeah. a better way than having none. Mm. Yeah. Mm. To some extent, I think I understand this, you know, for example, I was the vice chair of my department, um, I, the chair is a male <laughs> professor, you know, the man. I think it's okay because uh, uh, one thing, I have my own researcher, research works, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And the other thing, I have a lot of, you know, kind of uh, hobbies, you know, <laughs> and also need to sometimes take care of family. So I think that's okay. But generally speaking, we are not satisfied with uh, you know such kind of ceiling for mm -hmm. female right. researcher or professor. You know, anyway, we have now uh, one representative in each level, but maybe we're still a minority. You know? right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, I think you feel in Shanghai, women are so strong. Maybe. Just because of uh, at your network, these women are strong. <laughs> yeah. But generally speaking, at least women were not weak. 
Mm. You know, they are not weak. Maybe not strong enough, but they are not weak. But if you're looking at the whole China, maybe northern China, Mm -hmm. situation not as equal as in eastern China. So it varied uh, geographically and also depends on the culture and rural area, in the inland area, maybe less equal. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I think we establish a very elemental concept, men and women, they are equal. Mm. You know, that concept is established. Even twenty two five has been established because I think it, this is <laughs> in Switzerland we are celebrating fifty year anniversary of women's right to vote. Anyone can mm. only thirty years, and it's mm. not really that big of a topic in media, despite the fact that it is the anniversary. So, um, um it, you know, it's a, and and so it's a very short time since that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm women are considered equal here. Yeah, I think I have, uh, tomorrow I will find it and try to send you. I have a paper, uh, a colleague published, a colleague in Fudan, you know, Human Rights Department, she published mm-hmm. about the gender, equi- gender equity in China since 1949. You know, after the establishment of this, uh, you know, PR China, mm-hmm. I think that we start establishing this idea: men and women are the same, not equal. At that time, the term is not equal; it's same. I think one of the reason because of we lack of labor workers, mm-hmm. so women do the same job as men. Sometimes uh, I mentioned them. I thought women were actually you know, physically not as strong as men, but during that period, the first 40 years or 50 years, men and the women do the same job, you know, same working load, you know, heavy work, you know, even, you know, shifts, night shifts, day shift, something like this, all the same. Um, although the same, posi- I think the same job pay the same amount of salary. That's a uh, very good, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, actually, working load is hard for mm-hmm. women. Yeah. But the things after so many years, I think people get used to this. You know, uh, we are the same. We should do the same things. And anyway, um, but according to Chinese culture, we still need to do more to take care of the family. That's not our responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the something still keep you know. So um, go outside in the working environment. No one consider you are a girl. You need to be taken care of. No That's one so think cool. about this. <laughs> I like it. It's very good, and you can definitely tell. And for me, it was almost always like such a shock when I went to Japan, mm-hmm. and it was so. Mm-hmm. Right, and it reminds mm. me in Japan very much of Switzerland. The whole societal mm. structure is very, very similar to home. Mm. And I always felt like I need to go back to Shanghai. I don't know. It's like a mirror of my own society where it is like that. And I find it very, very difficult. 
You yeah. know, one thing, the one-child policy did, you know, actually, I think that the one-child policy that you also contribute to, you know, make girls more independent. Because, you know, every family, only one child. Right. So the parents worry about their girl in future, who could take care of her if mm -hmm. she consider herself as a, you know, nice, weak girl? No. So parents always train the girl like boy, you know. You are the same as the boy. You have to fight with the boy. You have to compete with the boy. Wow. So for mm -hmm. the same family, if they have one boy, that's the king of the family, you know. Everyone take care of him. He would be well protected. So that makes boy more like, more girlish, you know. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. in the end, in the school, girls, you know, they are <laughs> very much strong, you know. They fight with boys in the school. <laughs> yeah, and they grow up, they get used to this, you know, very yeah. independent, you know. Sometimes boys follow them. Fascinating. Yeah, that's the side yeah. effects of the one child policy. Yeah, like a, a bright side of the one child policy, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think like the that generation is is now having a hard time considering more than one child because they're so used to to this whole the whole society being built for the one child rather than- I think so. Yeah. How could we suddenly accept this, you know, totally different family planning policy? Mm -hmm. You know, those boys and the girls, even, you know, the stronger boy, uh, girls, they grown up with themselves only, mm -hmm. you know, so they get used to you know, one child live with themselves and also they are the king or queen at home. Mm -hmm. You know, they get used to everyone think of their benefits. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to think about other people's benefits. Mm -hmm. So they, actually they don't want to have kids, you know. No kids at all. With kids, yeah, yeah. They, with kids, yeah. they have taken care of them. We saw so many, right. you know, cases like, you know, the, the young mother just playing with the, their mobile phone and the kids just, you know, on the mm -hmm. road, you know, do whatever they would like to do, you know, something mm -hmm. like this. They don't know how to take care of next generation. Yeah. Some, of course, with the parents' help, you know, they mm -hmm. have some, you know, from maybe many of them from, you know, other provinces or rural area. Mm -hmm. They have brother or sister or they yeah. saw other family had brother and sisters. So maybe they will have two, but mm -hmm. three, it's difficult to <laughs> persuade yeah. them, you know. Yeah. I don't think they would like to have more kids, mm. <laughs> even more. Right. Yeah. And what, what do you, so I, I've been talking to uh, mm -hmm. your colleagues from the Shanghai Women's and Children's Health Center and we're yeah. do a survey to ask mm -hmm. the women about what would be an incentive or how they could consider having more than one mm -hmm. child and ask women both in Shanghai, but also in more, mm -hmm. 
second and third tier cities and also rural areas mm. to see the difference um, of the women and, and their decision making and, and, and thoughts. Mm. Yeah. So I was, I, I don't know what mm. will come out, but I, I, uh, I, they, I think they like they like two children, something like this. I know. Yeah. yeah. But you know, uh, this group from the Shanghai Maternal Health Care Center, these young women, they are also quite unique. You know, mm -hmm. majority of them married a uh, husband, medical doctors. You know, yeah. uh, in health systems, you know, uh, very good income, you know. So even in the, there are, you know, institute, these women, they have not, uh, they have a not very good salary. You know, it's a very general, you know, <laughs> salary, but they don't worry. They have a rich husband. Yeah. And also they have this uh, excellent accessibility to maternal health care, yeah. you know. Mm. It's in their, you know, coverage, under their coverage, you know. Yeah, mm. and uh, also working load is just so-so, you know. Mm -hmm. Even they don't do a good job, no one will fire them, mm -hmm. especially when they want to get more children, no one there to fire them, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> so <laughs> that's yeah. okay for them. But yeah. for majority of young women, I think they have to think about whether it is affordable mm -hmm. to have more children, whether, uh, you know, in terms of money and the time mm -hmm. and the energy. Right. You know, do they have this energy to have more children? Mm. And the education costs a lot. Right. Taking care of children costs a lot of time. Mm. Yeah. So that's the concern. Mm. You know, whenever you reach a better level, you know, in university, in good institute, in government department, anyway, it's easy for you. But uh, when you work in a general, in a you know company, in a, mm -hmm. in a shopping mall, in a restaurant, you have to think about it. You have to think about it. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah. and I think if so so um sort of going back to to yourself mm -hmm. and sort of. The, the, our conversation maybe you yeah. have some some sort of inspiration for other women to what what they yeah to share yeah. some wisdom to to women to pursue maybe a career in 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 a way like you did what what did you need in order to 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 okay let me think there? yeah first of all i think every woman girl, you know, or even elder, you know, every woman, I think uh, they have a beautiful soul, you mm. know, very beautiful soul and a kindly soul. So I think this is the first thing. And then I think we should be independent with self-confidence. We are not, uh, you know, um, weaker than men mentally you know 
we are not, uh, you know, um, the lower quality or poor quality than men. We have same chance to study. We can do, you know, as hard as we can. So we make a clear life for ourselves. And, uh, you know, if you are independent, actually, you are more attractive. I think so. <laughs> yeah. <of course. laughs> That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree with yeah. you fully. And I think this is actually very interesting because this is one of the, <laughs> one of the messages I, uh, I, I have as like this sort of quote and slogan from my company for this female empowerment mm. uh, network mm. is to be intellectually um, free, like have intellectual freedom and, and that is mm. very attractive. I agree fully with you that if a woman <laughs> is intellectually free, she's much more interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think a female researcher should be man like. You no, know? exactly. I fully we are female. Yeah, we are female. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are interesting, elegant, beautiful, and we are smart. Exactly. And we are we can have it all. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hope you like it. Agree with me. Yeah. Yes, I fully okay. agree with mm -hmm. you. Thank you. This is so wonderful. <laughs> how how nice of a bridge to Sylv Song. This uh, yeah. empowerment movement is is really amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Let, let me think about. Maybe we find some more more topics to to discuss in a future podcast. But first of all, yeah. thank you so much for taking your time and sharing your knowledge and insights and your passion uh, with with everyone listening and also of course um with me here as as, as your um, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank thank you very much i'm happy to have the chance to talk with you share some of my considerations but sorry for i haven't speaking english for two years these two years so yeah, if no i'm clear just ask okay yeah. thank you so much it's amazing and it was yeah, so nice yeah. to see your window and, and the Shanghai um, sky, sort of Shanghai city center. Yeah. 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 We're waiting for you to come back. Okay. I know. I'm I also going you. to go abroad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hopefully perfect. so. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I'll talk to you very soon again. And thank yeah. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. So, I'm, yeah, I leave. <laughs>